Hey guys, welcome back to another Friday solo episode of Time Freedom for Lawyers. I'm your host, Brian Glass, and today we'll be diving into a topic that is near and dear to my heart, which is casting the perfect vision for your life. There is not a book that I have recommended more in the last two years since I read it than Cameron Harold's Vivid Vision. I have recommended it on conference stages. I have recommended it on podcasts. I have given copies of it to my team. If you read this book and execute on the exercise in this book, it will change the trajectory of your life without a doubt. And so today I'm going to dive into exactly what the book is about, what the exercise is about, and then at the end I'm going to read you my personal vivid vision for what my life will look like on December 31st, 2025. Welcome to Time Freedom for Lawyers, where the goal is to become less busy, make more money, and spend more time doing what you want instead of what you have to. Bringing together guests from all walks of life who are living a life of their own design and sharing actionable tips for how you too can live the life of your dreams. Now, here's your host, Brian Glass. There are a handful of things in the last five years that have had dramatic impacts on my life. The first is that in 2019, I left the firm where I was a partner, where I had practiced for 10 years, and I joined my dad in practice. The second is that around that same time, I began coaching with Sammy Chong, who's a coach, really a life coach and a business coach for lawyers who's helped me dive deep on what it is that I want to get out of my life and has helped hold me accountable to the things that are coming out of my mouth. And the third is that in December of 2021, I joined an organization called GoBundance. And again, I found great clarity and accountability partners in that organization. One of the men that I met very early on is, is my friend Omni Casey. And as we were sharing our goals for 2022, Omni had a goal to rewrite his vivid vision. And I said, what the hell is a vivid vision? And he says, you have to read this book by Cam Harold. It's going to change your life. So I went out and I purchased the book. It didn't go out. I bought the book on Amazon. It's an easy read. It's about 160 pages long. And I will admit that I didn't understand it at first. Um, this is a book about modeling what you want your life to look like three years from today. And Cam Harold's thesis is 10 years is too far to plan out because something might happen in your life that takes you off of that trajectory. And one year is too soon to plan out because you can't make big enough changes in your life to really plot out what's going to happen in one year and, and get yourself much further towards where you ultimately want to be. Three years really is the sweet spot. And the exercise in this book is to go and sit somewhere quiet, either in a coffee shop or at the beach, by a lake, somewhere that's tranquil for you without any disruption, and just start brainstorming epic things that you would like to happen in your life. What would you like your life to look like? It's not a set of goals, and it's really not a set of tasks. In fact, Cam says in this book, the job of the CEO of an organization, and your job as the CEO of your life, is to vision what you want it to look like without thinking at all about how you're going to get there. And so you will hear throughout my vivid vision, end results 
largely end results only. You will not hear a lot about how we're going to get there because the job of the CEO, either of your organization or of your life, is to cast a vision that is large enough that the people inside of your life get excited about working on it because they see something for them and get excited about finding solutions to get you there. And Cam says, you take this and you don't put it away in a drawer somewhere. This is not your set of New Year's resolutions that you maybe share with your spouse or with one or two friends and it goes in the drawer somewhere and you never look at it again. This is a, a guiding vision for where you want your life to be in three years. And so you need to share it with your friends, with your family, with your colleagues, with your employees, and with your vendors. Because in, in many ways, this dictates who it is that we want to be in, as an organization and a business and who it is that we want to work with as an organization and a business. And this exercise is going to turn a lot of people off as you share this vision with employees or vendors or friends, there are going to be people who don't want to be a part of that vision. And that has to be okay because you are casting your vision for your perfect organization and for your perfect life. And it's not going to be perfect for everybody. And that's okay. And your vision should be polarizing. You should have that result where when your employees or your vendors or your friends read it, they go, I, I want in on that. I want to do that. Or they say, I don't want any part of that. And it's just fine if they don't want any part of it. And after you've spent a couple of hours, usually over the span of a couple of weeks, brainstorming in all of the areas of your life, personal, physical, work, finances, community, what kinds of things you want in your life, you come back, trim some of those things out, emphasize some of those things, and you put it into a narrative format. And some companies even take the next step and then they outsource the narrative format to a journalist or to a writer that you find on Fiverr or on Upwork who, who makes this thing really pop. And then you put your three-year vision in, in your cafeteria, in your kitchen somewhere where your employees and your staff will see it. I haven't gone that far, but the goal is that this end product gets shared with everybody who's in your life and that it exists for the next three years. So you, you will not rewrite this thing every year. So next year I won't sit down and write December 31st, 2026, the year after I won't sit down and write December 31st, 2027. You will go through this vision over and over again, once a month, once a quarter, and you'll begin to see that a number of things in your vision have come true. And those things that have come through, you might highlight in green. Those things that are coming true, you might highlight in yellow. This is the thing that we're working on. Those things that aren't true yet might, might be highlighted in red so that your team can see the progress that you've made towards your goals. And if it's a personal vision for you, so that you can see the progress that you've made towards your goals, because progress builds momentum. Now, this is very similar to the EOS and traction system, which has been impactful, highly impactful to my law firm, and which I talk about a lot in that we're visioning out what we want the three-year picture to look like. And then now that we know what the three-year picture looks like, we've set one-year goals and 90-day rocks, things that we are running at to get us closer and closer to the three-year picture. And candidly, when I read this book for the first time, I had a hard time resonating with this because while he gives you some examples of other companies' visions throughout the course of the book, I personally, I didn't find really many of them terribly exciting. Um, and that's okay. Like I shouldn't be, I'm not the model employee to go work at or work for any of those firms, apparently. It really wasn't until I, I revisited Cam Harold 
listening to a bigger pockets podcast where at the end of the podcast, Brandon Turner, the host shared his company's vivid vision for where he wanted his realty company to be three years in the future. And I listened to that and I said, holy shit, I'm stealing a bunch of that stuff because that's a company that I want to work for. And so my hope is in sharing my vision with you, that that gives you a framework or a sounding board uh, and excites you to go out and create your own vision. And if you do, I hope that you share it with me. And if you don't know who I am, like if you've made it eight minutes into this podcast and you're like, who is this guy? Let me just kind of recap for you. Uh, I'm a personal injury lawyer in Northern Virginia. I'm involved in two companies. I'm a partner at Ben Glass Law, and I've stepped into the integrator role at Great Legal Marketing. Recently, we teach lawyers and solo and small law firms how to run better businesses so that they can have better lives. I have three kids, which you'll hear about uh, in the vision. I've been married for 14 years now. My wife will kill me if I got that wrong, but I think it's almost 14 years. And I invest passively in real estate investments. We own an Airbnb at the beach, but largely my my investment thesis now is what can I invest money into, not have to work on and have pay me on a monthly or a quarterly basis. On this podcast, I talk about building great businesses, investing in passive streams of income, designing the life that you want to live, goal setting, and hanging out with and being inspired by other high-achieving entrepreneurs. So with that background, I'm about to dive into my personal vivid vision. Here's the caveat that I have for you. If you're somebody who gets turned off by people with big goals, or if in the back of your mind you think that when you hear this, you're going to go, that guy's bragging, or you're going to say he's so far ahead that I shouldn't even start, or you, or you even have an inkling that you might feel jealous, um, then turn this off now because you, you're not going to like what I have to say. And you'll like me less as a result, and I don't want that to happen. And honestly, I have a lot of trepidation in releasing this episode. I'm recording it on March 31st. It's supposed to be released April 8th. Uh, I may not release it for exactly that reason. Like I don't want to turn off people who are friends of mine, family of mine, who don't like to talk about money, don't like to talk about success. So again, if that's you, like stop listening. But I shared this with my pod and GoBundance the other night. I got some great feedback from them on it, and they encouraged me to share it with other people. And the reason that I'm going to share it is that the thing that I've found over the last few years is that when goals are genuinely expressed and vulnerably shared, they're really inspiring to me. And so if you're the kind of person who gets inspired by other people's goals, then strap in and listen up. And if you get to the end of this and you think those goals are too small, then hit me up because I definitely want to get that feedback and I want to hear your goals. All right. Hopefully we got all the naysayers out of the room. Here we go. December 31st, 2025. Reflecting back on my now six years at the law firm, it would be easy to say that I should have joined BGL earlier, but I needed to be out on my own in order to cultivate the hunger and the skill set needed to drive this firm to new heights year after year. Ben and I realized that as the leaders of our law firm, our job is to cast a big enough vision that the dreams of our employees can live inside of our vision. All of our high-level decisions are made from this perspective. The culmination of all that hard work is that we consistently recruit people who are smarter than we are, we pay market salaries and above market bonuses for top performances, and as a result, the team collaborates and is aligned with our profit goals. We are great at identifying talent and slotting people into the right position for them. We hold quarterly team-building events, including doing charity work, and our families are involved in the events as well. 
While many offices have gone to a work-from-home model, our people like being together because this office is a great place to work and because they enjoy working with each other. We have a reputation in the legal community for being pragmatic problem solvers. We have a plan in place to purchase our own office space when our lease expires in 2028. Our employees know that if they work hard, ask for help getting better, and show up with a great attitude, the leadership team will help them achieve any goal that they want. The client experience is at the center of our philosophy, and it drives everything that we do. This doesn't mean that we're slaves to the client's beck and call. It means that we recognize the experience of being a client and feeling well taken care of is every bit as important as actually being taken care of. We generate in excess of $8 million in revenue last year, and we're maintaining 30% profit margins. Specifically, the personal injury section exceeded $5.7 million in revenue this year. We have three lawyers and eight support staff, one assistant for each lawyer, two paralegal case managers, two records collections clerks, and a dedicated intake specialist. We represent only people who are seriously hurt. None of this bumper scratch whiplash stuff here. Maintaining a high average fee value allows us to have a high level of client communication and it frees up the team to maximize case value on every case that we do take. We do not go outside of our box. We are great at doing auto accident cases and we aren't interested in handling complex cases like medical malpractice or products liability. Personally, I'm working on only 15 cases at any given time, and they're all worth six-figure fees and above. I'm assisted on these cases by an elite procedural and evidentiary associate, and this helps me focus on the big picture while the associate makes sure that we're abiding by all of the rules. We built a system where I'm giving advice to clients and putting the finishing touches on great work product. I'm no longer, quote, doing the work. As a result, I really enjoy the practice of law again, and because I'm not slowing us down by putting off the work that I don't love doing, we're moving cases through the system faster than we ever have. I'm constantly being challenged by the team because we've deliberately hired people who are smarter, more innovative, and harder working than I am. This team is proactive. Clients don't have to ask us for updates because we do such great work of keeping them apprised of, the, of what's going on in their case. As a result, our Google reviews just keep pouring in. We've got a reputation for being well-prepared, delivering complete, clean, and well-organized demands and discovery. We're known for being really easy to work with, but willing to go to the mat if necessary. And because of this, most of our cases resolve pretty easily, especially those cases that are being defended by lawyers who already know our reputation. Doctors' offices love working with us, and not because they think they're going to be receiving reciprocal referrals, but because they know that every client that they send here is going to be well-served, the communication is going to be timely, and the relationship is going to be a win-win-win. Because my team is entirely self-sufficient, I'm able to spend a whole day out of the office every single week thinking about ways to make clients' lives better and make our employees' lives richer. The firm only accepts cases where we know that we can add value to the client's life. Often this means that we're putting more money in the client's pocket than they could get on their own, but sometimes it's as simple as understanding that we're saving them time so that they can go on and live the lives that they want to live while we execute on their cases. On the long-term disability side of the firm, we are market leaders on the East Coast. Our avatar client's a doctor, lawyer, or C-suite executive with a debilitating progressive disease. Not only does our team help them solve their complex insurance issues, but we softly give them life coaching. These clients are people who've reached the pinnacle of their profession and now need some guidance regarding what they're going to do next, now that the capability to perform has been taken away from them. 
we are the perfect law firm for them because we've spent lots and lots of time thinking about what this means in our own lives. As a result, we're often able to coach people who find themselves in the same position. We have over 100 clients on claim, and the team anticipates the needs of both the client and the insurance companies. We're able to maintain our clients' on-claim status, keeping them paid regularly and on a monthly basis because of this proactive action. This continuous, predictable pay stream reduces the stress in our clients' lives. The long-term disability team is known in the industry as the most technically proficient lawyers, as well as the best storytellers. We've got a system in place for running these cases through our playbook. While the cases are often medically complicated, they usually fit a mold. And sometimes it feels like we're running the forward assembly line of insurance appeals work. Once our employees understand the system, lawyers at the top simply have to spot issues and turn the staff loose on those issues to get them solved. People whose disability claims have been denied and who know who we are would have to be insane to hire anybody else to work on their case. Insurance companies would rather just pay us than fight with us, and the long-term disability revenue exceeds $2 million annually. Shifting now to great legal marketing. In the past couple of years, GLM has experienced explosive growth. We did over $5 million in revenue this year. We're building a tribe of lawyers that have great lives, and we are grateful to be able to reach more and more of them each year. Our entry-level niche is talking to solo and small firm lawyers who are making $500,000 in annual revenue and taking them to a million dollars and beyond. A million dollars is a real inflection point in the lives of many lawyers because it allows them the time and the space to take actual real vacations away from their offices, away from their phones, and away from email. We are returning lawyers to time with their families and making them happier by allowing them to build real businesses that can function without their presence. We're redefining what it means to be a successful lawyer. And what attracts many lawyers to us initially is the desire to make more money. But we know that that's not why they stay. They stay because we've shown them that we can change their lives by changing their practices. Most people think lawyers are supposed to be boring. Lawyers aren't supposed to have epic lives. Our example gives lawyers permission to spend more time out of the office, doing things like coaching youth sports, buying real estate, traveling the world, and doing things that light their own lives on fire, whatever that is. People often leave the GLM events wondering, why didn't I think of that? And I've been doing this simple, basic thing wrong all of these years. And here's the thing. None of our ideas are really novel. It's simply that most lawyers have never been exposed to them before. Our lawyer members have an abundance mentality that's uncommon to most lawyers. They refer their friends to work with us because they know that somebody else doing well doesn't mean that they're taking something away from you. Man, we have great events. Once a year, we hold our summit and we invite subject matter experts to come and speak to the tribe. We also rely heavily on member-led content. We celebritize those lawyers that have been in the tribe and are doing great things. They host panels on topics like how to hire, how to raise your pricing, and how to have a better life. In addition to the summit, we've begun having one-off mastermind experiences. These usually involve some level of adventure. We go to the islands, we sail, kayak, we go skiing all kinds of fun stuff. We spent half the day working on our businesses and the other half reminding ourselves that life is great and it's meant to be enjoyed. And if we aren't having fun, what's the point of doing this? On a personal note, I found my voice. I'm a speaker and a podcast guest on the topics like building office culture, financial well-being for lawyers, and above all, lawyer happiness. My podcast is known as the Best Lawyer Lifestyle Podcast, and I interview interesting guests, and the audience looks forward to each new episode coming out. About half of our guests are in the law, and the other half are entrepreneurs somewhere outside the law. Shifting now to the state of our finances. 
We're earning $10,000 a month in passive income, and Krista no longer needs to work because of this stream. We're approaching the time where our passive income pays for all of our expenses of daily living, especially now that the boys are out of daycare. Much like a snowball rolling down a hill, it feels like we'll be there shortly and without much additional effort. Our net worth crossed the eight-figure mark this year, and while net worth isn't a big deal for us, it was a big marker, and we celebrated as we sailed by. For years, we've taken all of our excess earnings and invested the money into cash-flowing assets. I call this a brick-by-brick approach, and it now allows us to live a life of our choosing. We're getting to a point where we don't have to work, but because the work is so mentally stimulating and because we enjoy the people that we work with, we continue to choose to do so. At the law firm, we built a place where people can thrive, and I'm teaching others in our firm how to achieve financial independence and live the life of their own creation. I've identified a trusted group of investors that I partner with, and I invest as a limited partner in their deals, and I don't have to do any work. The money just shows up in my mailbox once a quarter or once a month. Over the past few years, I've invested approximately 50% into paper assets and 50% into real assets in the form of real estate deals and oil and gas deals. This allows us to have a broad diversification of asset allocation, income stream, and tax treatment. All of our assets are held in the family LLC, which allows us to do things like expense travel and vacations while we're working on the family business, and it allows us to pay the boys for their work and to license their images. It also gives the boys enough real-world experience and an understanding of how to manage money. Though it sounds complicated, we built a really easy system for managing all of this. We've got a comfortable cash position. If the world stopped tomorrow, and for some reason even our passive income ceased, we'd be okay for six months of expenses. We're also well-positioned to deploy capital into the market as we find opportunities. While we're working, we're continuing to maximize our use of tax-deferred investment vehicles, including 401ks, HSAs, and we've even set up IRAs for the boys. The older two are actively selecting assets that they want to hold in those accounts. I'm seen as a resource to our family and to the employees for financial education. Shifting now to personal life. I turned 42 this year and I'm fit. My body fat hovers around 15% and I can run 10 miles at the drop of a hat. My relationship with Krista is wonderful. We maintain regular date nights and travel without the kids. We have a rhythm of checking in with each other regularly to see how we're doing as a spouse and how we can improve. Our marriage feels easy and we're in sync with each other. The boys participate in family goal setting and we have a family bucket list. Each year, our family is able to check at least one item off the list and add even more as we see our friends living bigger lives than we are and we want to steal some of their ideas. We see the possibilities for what we can accomplish in this world is endless. I continue to make myself available to participate in whatever sport or activity the boys need in whichever role makes the most sense. Whether that means head coaching the team or playing a supporting role, I'm open to sorting myself into the roles that the boys' team needs or whatever the organization wants. The boys are 12, 10, and 7, old enough that we can now travel wherever we want with them. In summer 2025, we took an entire month off to travel, and as the boys have gotten older, this has become a lot more fun. When we vacation, we make sure that we're mixing in fun, enrichment, and also exposing our kids to the fact that not everybody has what we have. We spend long weekends at our beach house in Ocean City. We got plans to visit every continent before they go out. And we have plans to visit every continent with our kids before the last one leaves the house. I've found a charitable cause that resonates with me and giving to it feels easy because over the years we've stripped away 10% of our passive income out of the reinvest pile and put it in our giveaway pile. Chris and I are looking for our forever home. It's a five or six bedroom house in Fairfax County with enough space for our family and an in-law suite for Krista's parents. 
on our list of musts is an outdoor oasis, including a pool, large indoor outdoor grilling area and a bar. And Chris and I each have our own office in the house that serves as a thinking space. I continue to be active in GoBundance. This tribe of men continues to light a fire within me and drive me on to do larger things. People don't talk like we do in the outside world. I love being around people who can see the good in the world, don't get stuck in complaining mode, and are taking action to build a life of their own design. This place has given me permission to continue to dream bigger, and I hope to pass it on. In conclusion, life is abundant and wonderful. I'm excited to wake up every single day and face new challenges and opportunities. The highs wouldn't be highs without the lows, and my family and I embrace them both. And so as we celebrate the end of 2025 together, we're really looking forward to what life is going to bring us in 2026. All right, that's it. Six page long vivid vision. You either love it or you hate it. You either like me more or you like me less. Either way, my hope for you is that you go buy this book and I'll link it in the show description, that you execute on it. And if you want me to take a look at yours and give you some feedback on yours, I am more than happy and would be honored to do that. Until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to Time Freedom for Lawyers. Like what you heard? Please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. Interested in hearing more from Brian? Head over to timefreedompodcast.com and sign up for our weekly email newsletter.